Hi, my name is John, and welcome to Stars Above and Beyond. And on this podcast, we talk about some of the most latest star news, the latest news about our cosmos, the cosmic ocean. Findings from NASA, SpaceX news, findings about other planets that we didn't know about. Like recently, the Proxima Centauri B radio waves. How this all goes? I don't know. I'm using a very low quality mic with a low quality setup, but I'm hoping to make the best out of this and at least gain a few people that will listen. Because I just want to be here, make everybody happy. Space lovers, astronomers, lookers to the stars. Today, I just kind of wanted to talk about some random stuff about stars. Well, not stars in particular. The whole cosmos. You see, I have been interested in space and space travel and alien civilizations. I was a young boy, uh, around the age of about seven or eight, uh, my uncle worked for NASA, and he brought me some cool things that I really enjoyed, and I still prize to this day, and something about that just brought me on to all of space, ever since I've been researching space, but more about space TV shows playing space video games, watching too much Star Wars for my own good. <laughs> uh, it's a whole thing. So if you give me a minute, I'm going to get out my piece of paper that I wrote down uh, a few minutes ago and tell you about stars. Okay, one that a lot of people know, but is just incredibly cool to me. Incredibly cool to me. We are made of stars. Because all of the stardust, you know, they get hot and fused together with the nuclear Oxygen we breathe in carbon has in our muscles. And the calcium makes up our bones. And the iron in the blood. We're all made of star stuff. And I know it probably sounds like I'm completely quoting Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I tried my best to put that into my own words because there's no. Yeah, he, he explained it perfectly, but I'm going to try to, you know, plagiarize completely off of him. But, you know, it's, 
I don't know. It's just, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just really cool that we're all made of stars. And he put it in a great way. So I put it out there. Now, one that was really cool to me is that our universe might be part of a larger multiverse. You know how incredible that would be? And you know how incredibly small that would make us? We live on Earth. Earth is not a big planet at all. And we are not big creatures. And so we judge things off of, you know, like how big things are. We judge how big things are based off of our average height. So a mouse is small to us. An elephant is big to us. Space is mind-blowingly big to us. But in all honesty... Space, on a cosmic scale, our little area on a cosmic scale, is nothing. Not if you were to take and look at our whole universe, we would probably barely even show up as an atom, half an atom, not even. Because we are that small. We made a huge impact on our planet as people grew in intelligence and we started to pollute our atmosphere. But that's just how a lot of things go. Look at Venus. <clears throat> Venus is the hottest planet in our solar system. And it is incredible. The greenhouse gases that are trapped inside is what makes it hot. That's what's happening here. Earth, we are putting so much greenhouse gases into the atmosphere of our planet that we're going to become the next Venus. And whenever we become the next Venus, where are we going to go? We don't have any means of mass space transport to another planet like another moon like uh, the moons of Saturn could help if you want some the moons of Jupiter Because in order for us to make Mars a livable place, we have to do what we're doing here. Factories, or just something that will produce CO2 and put it in the air, so that Mars may gain an atmosphere that we can change to oxygen and so that we can warm things up because 
observe, I think, negative 35 degrees Celsius. That would just freeze you to death very quickly. Negative 100 or something? Mars is negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit, so that would be about 30 It's about 26 degrees Celsius. So Mars is cold. Mars is very cold. So we'd have to, you know, put trap, make, give it an atmosphere first, and then put greenhouse gas in there. Because Mars atmosphere is pretty much not existing anymore. But another option is Europa, one of Jupiter's moons. But um it's a very icy planet. Very icy So it's very cold, but it manages because it has Jupiter such a strong hold on Europa that the planet cracks and cracks. You know, it's like a, like a ball when it bounces, it impacts, you know. It's just getting pulled by Jupiter. It's also getting pulled by Jupiter's other moons. And Jupiter has such a strong hold on Europa that it is tidally locked. And for people that don't know what tidally locked means, is that one side of the moon or the planet is always facing the sun. It doesn't rotate like our planet does. If our planet was tightly locked, one side of that planet would be getting scorched. Uh, a couple more examples of things that are tightly locked is the moon. You only see ever see one side of the moon. Another good one is Mercury. Because the sun, it's so close to the sun, the sun has such a strong hold on it that it is just facing. The same side is always facing the moon, or the sun. So, that one side is just getting scorched. The other side, however, it's probably very cold. Uh, I've actually never felt. I see dark side of Mercury. See if we can figure this out. The planet's orbit closes to the sun's surface temperature range of 467 degrees Celsius. On the sun, the sun is reaching negative 183 degrees of dark. See? Okay, so you'd probably have to, if you want to live on Mercury, you'd have an But, per se, you could live atmosphere. You have to sit with the sun as the horizon where the sun is setting. Because it's and it's not too hot. At least I wouldn't think. But I could be wrong. But if you were to live on the light side of Mercury, you would get set on fire 
and if you were to live on the dark side of Mercury, you would be frozen. So, if you were to live on Venus, you'd get scorched anyway, so just a lot worse. Venus surface temperature about 800 degrees Fahrenheit. And that is uh, about, well, actually, no, about 900 degrees Fahrenheit. It's about, and that's about 465 degrees Celsius. Mercury's atmosphere is mostly made up of CO2. Venus's atmosphere is mostly made up of CO2. Our atmosphere is mostly made up of nitrogen. Most of it was argon. Carbon dioxide is a small, smaller part than argon, more than CO2. Which is why I don't necessarily think we have to worry too much about global warming yet. And here's why. Yes, it can have devastating effects on future generations. I get that. We can start to stop, because some of the things, a lot of you don't realize, some of the things that we put into play can't be shut down right away. Like, if we were to just leave a nuclear power plant going, and going, and going, without ever being there, it would explode. Very fast it would explode. And there, how, there's many, there's, ah, there's a lot of nuclear power plants around the world. So all of those, if left untouched, without being properly powered off would go boom and the sites around them would turn into like a Chernobyl type thing and a Fukushima type thing so that's very hard and we also have to think about our main sources of power we'd have to set up more sources of power before turning all of those off. Because a lot of people, their electricity comes from fossil fuels, nuclear energy. Some people get it from hydroelectric dams, and others get it from large windmill farms. But, if we were to start stopping it, it would be a great idea. In our lifetimes, I do not think that it would get so incredibly hot. We've been pumping all this stuff into the atmosphere for the past nearly 200 years. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's risen, of course, risen a good bit, but not a very noticeable, of course, but it's not as significant as people make it out to be. Now, for my first episode, I'm 
very long. I just give you an introduction to who I am, to what I'm about, stars, space, the cosmos, Earth, humans, aliens, just anything to do with space. This is what we talk about here. To have a schedule for every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Now, I know people that may come around and listen, which would be amazing. I would love to have people come listen and hear what I have to say, and I'd love to hear what you guys would have to say. And maybe if host a few people, uh, you know, maybe some people want to come on and talk about space with me, I would love to talk, come on, for people to come on here and talk about space with me, you know, maybe I share some facts you may not know about, you share some stuff that I may not know about, and co- collective ideas, collective minds, maybe give theories about what we, what we think could be going on, you know, I love space theories. So if anybody out there that ever listens to this wants to come on, talk about facts, theories, just speculations about anything, about space, humans, you know, we're not getting politics involved here, we're just talking about space, and that's all we want right here on this podcast, space. Now Thursday, I'll come at you with, uh, hopefully with one of my friends, who is also very knowledgeable about space like that. And just keeping it very short, I will see you Thursday. Thank you for listening to Stars Above and Beyond.